episode 10, the big one zero, and for that one, because we're both located in Belgium, we decided to taste a Belgian whiskey, and we've got one of the famous beer brewers in Mechelen, which is a city in Belgium, and they also have been doing whiskey for the last few years, and to me, this is one of the, this is by far the best Belgian whiskey because it's so it's got all that caramel flavors in there um, so smooth to drink um, I just love their just the regular thing that they produce it's just out of this world uh, regular drink to me so listen to the tasting yeah this was uh, this is my missus wasn't it she uh, she bought us tickets to go on the tour for my father's day exactly so yes. we did that and i also think about this that this must be their 10th year because they they were saying it was nine years when we were there last time so is there a 10-year version of this we should be looking out for i guess so so it should yeah, maybe be put here. it on the list to look yeah. oh cool anyway the Gouden, how do you pronounce it in, in Gouden Carolus. So it's coming there from the Molenberg distillery. Thank you for asking. I want to get onto the whiskey. Yeah, I want to get onto the whiskey. We, um, I was uh, out shopping the other day, just down the road here, actually, at, mm -hmm. uh, in uh, Belgium. As and, one does. Uh, as one does. And I managed to buy a Belgium single malt whiskey, and it was in a great little box, and it was a tasting set, so it came with a great glass. And uh, this is a uh, Gouden Corollas, is that the right way that of saying it? That is the proper, uh, proper pronouncement. It's a single yeah. malt whiskey, so I'm really looking forward yeah. to tasting this. This is another one that's been finalized in a beer barrel. So we, yeah. we did the... Tell me, which well, one did we do in the not, stout it's, barrel? I've, I've, been, I've been reading up on oh, it, okay. and it's, it's not really a beer barrel, it's just a barrel according to their specifications, so it's very vague at what kind of barrel oh, yes, it is. Oh yes, I said, wooden casks made by a cooper in accordance with our own uh, specifications. Yeah. So, so the specification is, it should not leak. <laughs> something like that I think that's a really bullshit thing to, to say on the box anyway. but let, let me tell you just a little bit about the, the brand Gouden Carolus Gouden Carolus is um, it's, it's actually a beer it's a number of beers that they have been brewing in Mechelen which is actually right between where you live and where I live so when I'm driving up to you I always uh, pass Mechelen uh, it's a really good, uh, very famous Belgian beer. It's it's really good. I like the taste a lot. And a few years ago, they said, "Okay, um, we've got all that uh, malt barley that we have, so we could also try something else with it." So that's why they went into the whiskey business. They got some copper mills from Scotland, so proper uh, proper stuff. Um, I read that. Copper mills? The, no, not mills. Um, the, the kettles, the kettles. Uh, I just read that in the in the little book so I'm just acting like I know all this stuff but I really don't okay um, but I I already had the whiskey um, two years ago something like that um, and I really love it okay I, I really adore uh, 
So, uh, uh, another friend of ours, uh, Matt, who goes under the name of uh, Catch Matt, uh, we tweeted a few weeks ago, Marine came across an article on the different kind of glasses that mm. you could use for whiskey. And this yep. is not a video, so I can't show them to you. I'll take a picture. We'll take a picture and we'll put yep. it on there. Um, we normally taste our whiskey in a proper tasting glass. So... Uh, I have a number of these, mainly from Connemara, my favourite whiskey, yeah, with a um, big, big bottom and a and skinny a slim top. top. Yeah. Yes, he is talking about the glass. Oh yes, yes. Um, but the idea, of course, is that it focuses the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm now sniffing the glass. All right, but it focuses the whiskey. Um, and uh, Matt said, uh, "Catch Matt." He, he challenged us to actually, you know, telling us what the difference is between the whiskey. And I, and for me, the smell of a whiskey. The nose of a whiskey is really, really important. I, I can spend 15 minutes drinking a whiskey quite happily, but I actually spend most of that time really enjoying the just the sniffing. Nose. But there's something about a solid crystal glass when you're drinking whiskey. A tumbler, a yeah. comfort. Yeah, it's a yeah. tumbler shape. Yeah. And I, I have uh, my my family bought me some crystal ones recently. And, um, of an evening, if I'm just enjoying the whiskey for the whiskey itself, mm-hmm. there's something comforting about a heavy bottomed glass in the palm of the hand. True. It kind of yeah. warms. Yeah. But if I'm tasting it because it's new, it kind of warms Ooh, the whiskey. Warms the whiskey. You know? oh. Uh, oh, I think that's that why we need some ice cubes in there. Yeah, oh, well, I just, I just upset half of our listeners. No, <laughs> not at all. We should talk about the ice cubes from Barcelona. Oh, let's not talk about Barcelona oh, again. Yeah. We, um, we, we mentioned the Bankers Bar in uh, episode mm-hmm. nine. Um, just without giving too much away. We recorded a lot of podcasts in the bars. The quality wasn't as good as we'd like now. But, of course, we realized we were also eight or ten whiskeys down when we were recording them. Mm-hmm. So, But Banker's Bar, they had ice cubes the size of tennis balls, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. and they um, were perfectly round. As perfectly well. round. Yeah. And it actually was really good because it meant you cooled it down but not too quickly because the, yeah. the ice balls you don't fun. you don't water so whiskey. in terms of glasses i honestly think the choice of glass i agree with the article i agree with matty put the challenge forward yeah. so uh, i think that uh, if you've got a depending on where you're drinking it whether you're drinking it yourself to be able to um you know focus that nose and the smell then a tasting glass but i have to say most of the time when i'm in the house drinking whiskey i take a tumbler yeah, um, yeah, and uh, I really quite like it. And yeah. in this Me tasting well. kit that I bought, it actually came with uh, a special uh, Corolla's glass, which was half and half. So it actually does yeah. have a nice heavy base as a tumbler, but the top does actually come together. So I'll pull that out so you can put that on the yeah. picture as well. Yeah, yeah. So while Moran just finishes off introducing this, I'm just going to take the lid off this and, and pour a couple of shots. Oh, brilliant. Cool. So um, it also comes in a really nice looking bottle. Uh, I really like the shape of the bottle and, and for now we have a small bottle but it looks exactly the same as a big bottle, only smaller, of course. So, um, so would you like the tasting glass or would you like the uh, tumbler? I say we try both and then we just see what uh, if we can if we can uh, get some differences there. Alright, well the colour to start off with, I'm looking at the bottle and I... It, this is one of my favorite whiskey colors. It's not too light. It's not it's too dark, dark. Dark yellow. But it's not. Yeah, yeah dark. It's not yellow. brownish, but it's dark yellow. No. Yeah. So it certainly is a nice color, yeah. and it, it kind of has that hint of peatiness to it, just by the look, you know. Yeah. Like uh, you know when a piece of meat is well barbecued, or whether it's not barbecued yeah. by the look of it. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, it isn't very peated though. It's not very peated no. in terms of the smell. No. No. 
So one of the one of the tasting notes that I was actually reading said it had a kind of a Irishness to it, and I thought that was a really elegant way of describing uh, this uh, this whiskey. It kind of reminds me that uh, of the abiki that I had uh, when we were together in Barcelona. I'm surprised you can still remember oh, what the abiki tastes no, like. That was beautiful. <laughs> in the the um, mm-hmm. the nose is subtle so it's not it is, strong yes, yes. but there's there's multiple dimensions to it um, I keep trying to tell my daughters that you never taste a whiskey from the first taste it's always the second or the third taste yeah. and in this case the nose is the same you kind of I can even caramel I can even smell the sweetness on, yes. as you get to it yes. that was that was my main take when I had this whiskey a few years ago there, there was so much caramel in it and I loved it so much it's almost like one of those whisker, uh, whisker, winter whiskies that we had, whisker uh, yeah, that we had earlier. So um, I, I don't think this is a winter whisky, but it does have a lot of caramel in it. And it's coming down with Steve. It's really very nice. This has been in my cupboard for about uh, four weeks now, five weeks, and I've not drank it. Wow! Because I wanted to taste it today. Um, and that caramel is really there on the tongue in the taste and it's got a kind of medium length in terms yeah. of the aftertaste yeah. and it, it gets a bit minty as well yeah there's a bit of uh, in the aftertaste some some mint tones i don't know if mint is the correct word but um, Check might the, also uh, be be more gingery no, so the, the freshness that you get with the, the, the sushi the sushi ginger oh, horseradish the uh, yeah. yeah yeah take the nose from the the tasting glass mm-hmm. i think it's a really so, big difference so i mean i've now got the tumbler with me and you lose the focus and the depth of the nose yes. it's amazing the difference in the it, it is actually a, a brilliant uh, or a big difference between the it two is, yeah yeah, yeah. So this one has a more closed nose than the tumbler, which kind of makes sense, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we get a lot of that. I'm now smelling my microphone. It's taste is, is good. So, of course, lots of that caramel. Of course, uh, the vanilla also comes through. I'm actually struck that when I read in tasting notes like vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Now I'm, I'm so... Um, it's kind of weird how many times I smell or I taste vanilla in whiskies these days. It's very creamy. I quite like... It's not a harsh, but it, it mm-hmm. has got a depth to it. It's quite creamy. I think that's what they think about the Irish. I think the Irish tends. Yes. So that's like the, the Tullamore Dew kind yes. of kind of uh, emulsion yeah mm-hmm. yeah no that's that was really really well worth waiting for yeah so uh, so it's actually made by a brewery mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Uh, in Belgium yeah. it's called the Gouden Carolus Gouden Carolus yes Dutch accent yes it's a single malt whiskey it's uh, in the first fill uh, bourbon cask with then the anchor cask conning i.e. we make the barrels finish yeah um, but based upon my previous 
podcasts, it wasn't in a sherry cask. That is a big that is That's a good one for you. It yeah. is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so, cool. I think this has been a great podcast. Absolutely. I, I loved it. Yeah. And we sound much more together than the last one where we were at the bar <laughs> and i was yeah. kind of taken over a little bit because you were busy smoking those wonderful cigars oh yeah all right i think it's a great subject tonight. i think uh, getting that readiness is important and i think uh, oh, making sure yes. you you know when you're ready yes. to go because in the end you just have that one opportunity to be there for your customer or for your organization you have how do they say it? you only have one chance to make a good impression I, I was thinking along the same line because I was thinking how many people have failed with Office 365 especially oh. over the last few years where they didn't get it yeah. right yeah. so I think that Greg's thought about having a kind of readiness list is important so at least you re reduce the risk of it kind of not failing but not having the wow factor that you need to do and I think this also means that you're defining what the expectations of the project are by going you know we want this done and we need this ready and this ready and this ready and this ready so I think that was really cool yeah. and then we finished off with a Belgian whiskey which is unusual I think uh, there may be some of our American people that have never even tasted a Belgian whiskey so hopefully should we bring one when we go to the US next time when we go to Ignite yeah what a great idea so, are we going to host a whiskey tasting in uh, Ignite? Or are we going to try and arrange it? We're going to try to arrange it. We'll have to we'll, get we'll, Dave we'll, to organize it. We'll not, we'll not say anything definite, otherwise 2,000 people will show up all craving uh, <laughs> we'll a bottle of whiskey. Shots. <laughs> yeah. So, let's, let's not talk too loud about that, but I think we can make something happen. I think we can try, can't we? Yeah. All right. Well, folks, thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed episode 10. We honestly never wow. thought we'd get to episode 10. No. All right. Our next Crazy. target is episode 99. <laughs> um, so we, we're now 10% of the way there. Yep. Uh, and there's always lots and lots to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I've started doing is bookmarking interesting tweets. So yep. I think yep. Uh, yep. next podcast, let's start off uh, for the first five minutes yeah. just pulling out and uh, shouting out to people that we follow on Twitter and, yeah. uh, and really appreciate the way they're going. We, we've mentioned people before, but yeah, let, let's hit them next time. because uh, So I'm going to carry on pod Good idea. marking yeah. them and then let's start off by pulling those yeah, uh, really sure. cool comments yeah. in. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask uh, Moraine to uh, say goodbye, but it's goodbye from me, Steve Dolby. Really enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've done the same. Thank you for being a part of a thousand uh, users, and uh, we're well on our way to 2,000 now. Well, we're a little bit on our way to 2,000. So it's a goodbye from Steve Dolby and uh, goodbye from me as well, Marianne Somers. Uh, just a quick recap on all the hashtags that we've been using. So uh, definitely uh, use hashtag Office365Distilled. Then we uh, at least are notified that you're trying to say something to us. Um, use Daft Turt or use Good Boy if you think you hate or you love the Office uh, app that they <laughs> just launched. Daft Turt. Yes. That. And the one for the winning ticket? The one for the win. Oh, what was that? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> You'll have to go back to the podcast. <laughs> but you need to do to win the ticket is hashtag Office 365 and Distilled and hashtag Thank You Moran. That was the one. Thank you, Moran. 
and I will put it on the show notes as well and maybe you're the lucky winner uh, of a free ticket to go to the Collab Summit which will be amazing this was a very long goodbye you had I know alright one more word bye bye <laughs>